Today's episode of The Daily Ding is brought to you by Robinhood. With Robinhood, you can invest in stocks, options, and ETFs right from your phone. You can even spend and earn interest on uninvested cash. And with fractional shares, you can buy stocks in any amount, including companies like Apple, Amazon, and Tesla, for as little as $1. And that's with no commission fees or account minimums. So whether you're new to investing and ready to learn or just looking for a better experience, stop waiting and join the 10 million Robinhood users. Listeners can get started with a free stock by going to thedailyding.robinhood.com. That's thedailyding.robinhood.com. All investments involve risk. This is not investment advice, a recommendation, or a solicitation of any security. Other fees may apply. Visit rbnhd.co slash fees. The free stock program is subject to certain limitations. Annual percentage yield on uninvested cash is paid by program banks and is variable. Robinhood Financial is not a bank. Welcome to the Daily Ding on the Athletic Podcast Network. If your son gets drafted by the by the Knicks one day, will you consider playing with him here? <laughs> <laughs> man, my son in the ninth grade, man. I'm trying to worry about what uh, project you got to turn in tomorrow. That's what we worried about right now. Reverse flush and ain't that a smooth one. This all goes, and I hope I have no friends. And his response was, I'm sorry, I just wanted a frosty. I want Tyler to know his ass should have got thrown out. If I was a ref, I would have tossed his last. How dare you? Good morning and welcome to the Daily Ding. Happy Zion Day, everybody. We've got all your action from a freaking jam-packed Wednesday night in the NBA. I'm your host, Dave DeFore, joined by my Nerder Shiro partner in crime, Mo Dakil. Mo, where were you when Zion hit four threes in 20 seconds? Sitting on my sister's couch. It's like a Paul Bunyan story. Uh, and Rob Lopez producing the show while also planning Eli Manning's retirement party. Coming up on today's show... Teams are just losing big men left and right to injuries. The Raptors handle their Eastern Conference business. But first, Mo, Zion Williamson makes his debut. Might be the greatest debut in NBA history. I mean, it was pretty interesting. If I'm being hyperbolic, 22 points, seven rebounds, three assists. Just it was it was fantastic in the fourth quarter. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, first off, my favorite thing was I think we all kind of assumed they were going to start the game off with a lob to Zion. And they did. And they did. And the Spurs are just the Spurs and anti-fun because they knew it was coming. And they were like, nope, we're going to make sure that's not going to happen either. Yeah, Aldridge (laughs) went up and rubbed him right off off of his line. Um, I was so bummed out because I saw it developing right off the bat. And I was like, oh, oh, no. No, I mean, I guarantee you this is something they walk through and shoot around. They definitely had this thing planned. The second they get Zion back, we're going to do this. And it was probably the most obvious thing. You know, like obviously the Spurs were expecting it, but I think everybody was at this point. So uh didn't quite work out. But, I mean, this was a bit of a weird game, Dave. Yeah, I mean, all right. So the Pelicans are playing their best basketball right now. And, and you could argue that the Spurs are as well, at least – um their 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 best modern basketball and it was a funky game it was up and down I, I think part of this and, and you know if, if you guys listening to the ding listen to nerder later today we talked about how hard it is to reintegrate a piece like Zion Williamson and there was a little bit of that the rotations for the Pelicans were thrown off a little bit 
Yeah, no, I think that, I mean, not just the rotations. I think it threw off the players. It threw off their rhythm altogether. I mean, we're talking about like Zion was with the medical team's kind of design to play like three-minute bursts, you know, almost in each quarter. And I think that really threw everybody off because like the Spurs had built a pretty comfortable lead until Zion got going in the fourth quarter, man. It, I mean, it was one of the wildest bursts I've ever seen. I mean, he scored seven, three, 17 points in three minutes and eight seconds. They were leaving him wide open, and he was able to walk right into threes. And he went four or four. First player ever to go four or four or better from three in his NBA debut. I mean, even even that, too. Like, this, this is a great example. Like, I'm not crazy about this plan they put in place to – we're going to we're going to play him in short bursts. I, I understand as to protect the, the kid and, and we're trying to work him back from an injury and everything like that. I think, you know, we saw once he got comfortable, you know, like that fourth quarter, they went beyond those three minutes. And I think it just kind of happened sort of situation. But the first four minutes, you know, he played seven minutes in the fourth quarter. The first four minutes, he really didn't do much. And once he got comfortable, once he found his rhythm and his flow, then we saw that explosion and it's I, that's why I'm not too crazy about this short burst thing, you know, and, and it doesn't allow a guy catch his rhythm and then it threw everybody else off. And I mean, this was a big game for the Pelicans. They actually need this game. Right. Because they're, I mean, they're in theory trying to make the playoffs. Right. I mean, everybody's saying like when you get Zion back, they're right in the thick of the playoff race. Well, guess what? So are the Spurs. And this is a game against the Spurs is the season series game game against the Memphis Grizzlies that they won on MLK is a season series game. These come into play at the end of the season when you're fighting for the last playoff spot. And I think trying to experiment with this whole idea of bringing Zion in in short bursts sort of screwed everybody up. And, and, and I think actually ultimately cost him the game, but we saw what he can do when he's, when he's playing and looks good and comfortable. Exactly. And you could see the way that the, the Spurs were loading the paint every single time he, he got the ball coming downhill. I mean, that's the sort of expectation I have for opposing defenses. Uh, they played a lot of, you know, four shooters around Zion. And uh, I thought that, was going to be a more effective strategy than it was. Um, but I think as these guys develop chemistry, you'll get more and more of that. Uh, there were other players in this basketball game. Really? Uh, Drew Holiday wasn't very good. Four of 11 from the field, only 12 points. But Lonzo Ball, 14 points, 12 assists, eight rebounds. I was so impressed with his defense tonight. He was all over the place. He was mixing it up on on the glass on both ends. The sort of game that that we've kind of been waiting for from Lonzo for years. Like we just need to see this night in night out from him. Yeah. Just on a consistent basis would be nice. You know, uh, the one other guy who kind of struggled a bit was Ingram 22 points on 22 shots. Didn't really shoot it well, but you know, it's again, weird night altogether. Like I almost would throw out the performance for everybody across the board for, for the Pelicans. Absolutely. You could tell that guys were like Ingram in particular, because his minutes were messed with a little bit. Uh, I think they were trying to split Zion and Ingram up a, a bit. Um, he, he was a little out of out of his usual rhythm. Um, for the Spurs, Aldridge had a huge game, 32 points, 14 rebounds. Uh, DeMar had 20 points. Another game shooting 50% or better from the field. Ever since Aldridge started spacing the floor for DeMar DeRozan, he's been spectacular. In Toronto, the Raptors 
hand the Sixers a loss, 107 to 95. Fred Van Vliet was just on fire. Whatever whatever Zion did in that in that you know three minute stretch, Fred Van Vliet did it in the fourth quarter of this game. Uh, six of seven from three, eight assists, five rebounds, twenty two points. Uh, did he have a baby at halftime? I mean, it certainly felt like I actually felt like it was in between the third and fourth quarter. Like, uh, <laughs> I mean, the way he shot the ball definitely was uh, flashbacks to the Milwaukee series. Yeah, he was just incredibly hot. Pascal Siakam had 18 points, 15 rebounds. Norm Powell and Serge Ibaka, both uh, double figures off the bench, 18 and 16 points, respectively. Uh, Toronto getting healthy is is really going to set us up for for a really tough playoff. We've got Milwaukee, Philadelphia, and I think Toronto is right there in that conversation. Tonight being a prime example of that. Obviously, no Embiid for the Sixers, uh, but Toronto has played Embiid well, so I don't I don't know if it makes a difference. Of course, that's you know we can't play the hypothetical game, um, but I I do think that the Raptors are like uniquely qualified to match up against the Sixers. Yeah, but I also think another thing too is like they lost the Sixers lost Richardson almost at the very start of the game with a, a strained hamstring it looked like and that's another ball handler for a team that has very few to begin with like I felt like that became a challenge for the Sixers tonight no Embiid led to no points in the paint basically I, I I don't remember the last time I've seen a team score less than 20 points in the paint but you know I saw it tonight because the Sixers only had 18 uh you know and, and you're right like Toronto's gonna be a problem when they're healthy it's are they going to be healthy going down the stretch? You're counting on some of these older dudes like Lowry, like Gasol to kind of keep that flow going and staying healthy and in that good condition. We'll see how that rolls. And we'll see maybe, you know, we're still close to the deadline. Masai might make a move or two for all we know. Well, I mean, the the rumors are that that they're going to be buyers at the deadline. So, you know, maybe. But the thing is, they're they're already so deep. I just don't know what piece would you give up in order to improve the team? Yeah, that's that's where I'm curious to see what what Masai would do. And I'm sure he'll do something and we'll all be like, this is why he's a genius and we're all on the ding. Yeah, um, Matisse Tyball, uh, 13 points, three of nine from three, struggled to shoot a little bit tonight. Uh, felt like his defensive contribution was was pretty solid, though. Yeah, I mean, that's I mean, you're always going to get the defense from Thibault. I think that's kind of the big thing. The important thing, he was 0 for 6 for the first three quarters of the game, I think. And that's the problem, right? He's got to be able to knock down shots. And these were open looks. They were kicking out to him. Toronto wasn't really closing out hard. They were willing to live with those looks. And, you know, he, he just wasn't knocking those down until about the fourth quarter. Where I think he had two or three that, that kind of helped the Sixers bring it back. Mind you, the Sixers started out hot. And then, you know, the, the the Raptors put the clamps down right into the second quarter and just got it going from there. Uh, Al Horford struggled from the field, three of 11, one of six from three. Uh, it, it feels like the lack of paint touches are, are, are starting to affect him a little bit. I mean, as you pointed out, they barely scored in the paint three. Uh, they had 18 paint points. Uh, seems like they could do a better job of getting Horford going when they don't have him beat out there. Well, you know, I think it's just a different story. I think, you know, the Nets game, we saw him going and we saw him kind of getting some some flow and some touches there. But I also think it's, you know, you're you're getting post-ups now against Marcus All. It's very different when you're getting them against Jared Allen. Uh, I think all of those things play a role into that. Uh, this was a difficult thing for the difficult matchup 
for Horford because it was just Horford as the main big versus Gasol versus Serge Ibaka, uh, Pascal Siakam coming in from the weak side. Like that's a challenge for him. And I'm, I'm not too worried about that yet for them. I'm more worried when they get in B trying to see how those two kind of can figure out how to play together. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Ben Simmons, another decent game, 17 points, 10 rebounds, eight assists, couple of steals, uh, big one, seven of nine from the free throw line. Shooting the ball much better here of late from the free throw line. And that's important, man, because that's, God, it, I, I, I care more about his free throws than him shooting threes. Uh, I know we're, we're all going to make the joke if we haven't already. Uh, Zion has more threes than Ben Simmons already. But I'd rather him just be able to knock down 70% of his free throws because that will just make him more aggressive when he goes to the rim. In news, the Pistons were granted a $9.2 million disabled player exception. Uh, for the rest of the season because of the season ending injury to Blake Griffin. Uh, I don't think they're going to be buyers. So, uh, you know, we'll see what they do with that in Cleveland center Ante Zizic, uh, who's missed the team's last five games after being diagnosed with vestibular condition will be out indefinitely in Denver, their center Mason Plumley expected to miss two weeks to a month with a right foot injury Uh, Again, bigs are just falling like flies. And the Dallas Mavericks have touched base with Joakim Noah as they search for a little bit more center depth after Dwight Powell's season-ending Achilles injury. Uh, You know, I'm curious what you think about this, Mo. Clearly, Porzingis, his best position offensively is the five. But it seems like they need to get someone out there to defend opposing teams five, which Dwight Powell was doing. How do you feel about adding uh, Noah? He was pretty good last year. He was pretty good for Memphis. I actually think, you know, he, he he can help. I think he's a guy that teams should be kicking the tires on and seeing what's going on with him and, and where he's at physically and if he can help out. Uh, I know the Lakers had brought him in in that Dwight Howard workout in the beginning of the year. So there is some interest. I think he could help. I think he's a guy you got to bring in. He, he adds a lot of defensive intensity. He's he's going to roll to the rim for Luka. You're not going to have to worry about him kind of popping or anything like that. And he's not going to ask for touches or try to get post up. So might be a guy to just kind of bring in and see where you're at and see if he's somebody that can help out in this situation because you need another big, plain and simple. And he could pass. And having other guys on the court that could pass, uh, never a bad thing. Arizona Cardinals wide receiver Larry Fitzgerald has uh, reportedly bought a share of the Phoenix Suns. Uh, This is from ESPN. He purchased a minority stake. He's now the second active NFL player with an NBA ownership share, joining Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers. Mo, what team are you going to buy a share in? I'm, I'm waiting for my chance to buy the Knicks, guys. I'm coming in, man. New York, I'm coming to save you, man. Just, you know, always trust a Mo. Give me that chance, New York. Let me buy that team. I'll fix it. Looking around at the rest of the games from Wednesday night, uh, the Pistons defeat the Kings 127 to 106 in Detroit. Uh, no Marvin Bagley, no Rashawn Holmes, no Andre Drummond, no Blake Griffin, no Luke Kennard. Uh, no problem for the Pistons because they were playing the Kings. Uh, despite De'Aaron Fox's 22 points, Buddy Heald had 14 uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich had 19. Nemanja Bielitsa had 14, nine rebounds and five assists for the Kings. For the Pistons, Christian Wood had 23 points, three rebounds. Markeith Morris with 13 points, 11 rebounds. And Derrick Rose with his 30th 20-point game of the season, 22 points, six rebounds, and 11 assists. 
in Orlando, the Thunder hold off the Magic 120 to 114. Uh, the Thunder have won eight of their last nine on the road. They shot 60% from the field in this game, which, you know, it's really tough to win if uh, you're giving that kind of stuff up. Uh, Dennis Schroeder led the way with 31 points, three rebounds, nine assists. Shea Gilgis Alexander with 18 points and 12 rebounds. Chris Paul continuing this nice season that he's having 19 points, three rebounds, six assists. Is Chris Paul an all-star to you this year? I think he just missed the cut, but he, he, he'd be an alternate, I think in that situation, but I think he just missed the cut right now. Yeah. For the magic Nikola Vucevic with 24 points, 11 rebounds and Terrence Ross had 26 and three rebounds in Atlanta. The Hawks defeat the Clippers 105 to 95. This was the load management game for both teams. Trey young out. Jabari Parker still out. DeAndre Bembry out. No Kawhi Leonard. No Pat Beverly. No Paul George. Uh, nobody watched this game. The Clippers went on a 24 to one run in the first quarter. Had a 19 point lead at halftime, and then they only scored 35 points in the second half. Uh, they got destroyed on the on the boards, 63 to 40. They were out rebounded, including giving up 23 offensive rebounds. Uh, John Collins led the way with, for the Hawks with 33 points. 16 rebounds, uh, three steals and a block. Brandon Goodwin had 19 points, three rebounds. Uh, Montrezl Harrell with 30 points off the bench. Lou Williams started tonight, 18 points, but did not hit a single three. He was 0 for 8. Landry Shamit, uh, 13 points, a couple of rebounds, and a couple of steals. In Boston, the Celtics defeat the upstart Grizzlies 119 to 95. No Jalen Brown in this game. Robert Williams still out. Also, uh, superstar Bruno Caboclo missed this game. Uh, Jason Tatum left in the third quarter uh, with an injured groin, but he had 23 points and seven rebounds uh, up to that point. Daniel Tice with 14 points. Ennis Cantor with 13. Marcus Smart with 12. And uh, Jonas Valanciunas had 16 and 13 rebounds for the Grizzlies. Jaron Jackson, 13 points, five rebounds, and had a fantastic stock tonight. I don't know if you saw that, Mo, uh, but he was in transition uh Boston player pulled up in transition for a three and Jaron just snagged it right out of his hands. It was pretty, pretty impressive. Yeah, that was on, that was on Hayward, right? It was, yeah, it was Hayward there. I couldn't remember. And in Miami, we had overtime in a game that, you know, nobody wanted to see overtime in the heat defeat the wizards, one thirty-four to one twenty-nine. Uh The heat were up 21 at one point and blew it to the wizards. It happens. What are you? What are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah, the Wizards can score. So the Heat, the Heat wind up winning in overtime. They're now twenty and one at home. They're a very good home team. They're also eight and zero in overtime. Uh, Tyler Hero hit, set a Heat rookie record for threes made with seven in this game. He had twenty five points, seven of nine from three, three rebounds. Uh, Bradley Beal just had an insane game. Thirty nine points or thirty eight points, excuse me, nine rebounds, five assists. He was fantastic. Davis Bertans with 24 points. Uh, Jan Mahimi, 10 points, 10 rebounds. But he is actually looking really good lately, has has taken Thomas Bryant's spot in the rotation. Yeah, I think uh, kind of coincides with the trade deadline coming up. Maybe somebody might be interested. Might be a coincidence. In New York, a game that no one knew was happening, the Lakers defeat the Knicks 100-92. I actually did Honestly, did not know that this game happened tonight because I all I knew about was Zion. I, I can't believe I did not know a LeBron at MSG game was on. You know what? And with how this game turned out, I think we're all better for it, Dave. 
LeBron had 21 points, six rebounds, five assists, five steals. Anthony Davis, 28 points, five rebounds, five assists, a steal and a couple of blocks. Uh, Contavious Caldwell-Pope with 13, four rebounds. Kyle Kuzma with 10 points, seven rebounds. Marcus Morris with 20 points, six rebounds, and what is likely a trade trade deadline showcase for him. Uh, Julius Randle, 16 points, eight rebounds. In Chicago, the Bulls defeat the Timberwolves 117 to 110. Carl Anthony Towns had 40 points. That's a season high. Andrew Wiggins, 25 points, nine assists. Uh, Zach Levine led the way for the Bulls with 25 points. Lowry Markinen bouncing back after a rough couple of games, 21 points. And Luke Cornett had 15. Luke Cornett, who was compared by his coach to Robert Ory. The best part about it was Stacey King losing his mind on air when he heard that. Believe it or not, Jim Boylan said that he reminds him of Robert Ory. That was something that Boylan brought up yesterday at practice, Neil and Stacey. Of course, Boylan spent time as an assistant with the Rockets. And he said Ory was one of the first guys who could win protected at a high level and make threes. We all know Robert Ory could shoot a three. Luke Cornett with one made three tonight, but that's the idea. He said Luke Cornett has room protection, block shots, and he liked how he guarded Giannis and Tedekumpo in the first half against the box, gentlemen. What? Ah. <laughs> Neil Funk, Stacey King. Oh, is... my goodness. Robert Ory? Yeah, uh, Robert Ory was a great two-way player. One rings, too. Oh, my goodness. In Houston, the Rockets defeat the Nuggets 121 to 105. Uh, Michael Porter, Mason Plumley, Paul Millsap, Jamal Murray, Gary Harris, all out for the Nuggets. Uh, the, the Rockets basically just blew this out very, very early. And, and they've after losing three, they really needed a win. Uh, James Harden had 27 points, five assists, five rebounds. Uh, he went 13 of 15 from the line. Uh, Russell Westbrook had 28 points, 16 rebounds, eight assists. Um, did not shoot a three in this game. Yeah, I think we're, we're beginning to see Russ kind of take fewer and fewer attempts, which is odd because he's on the Rockets now, and the Rockets usually want their players to amp that up. But in this case, I think they, they might have been whispering into Russ, just just go attack the rim. Yeah, Eric Gordon had uh, did well off the bench, giving him 25 points off the bench, six of eight from three. And for the Nuggets, shorthanded Nikola Jokic, Gets the triple-double, 19 points, 10 assists, 12 rebounds. Jeremy Grant, 17 points, 7 rebounds. Uh, P.J. Do- uh, Dozier continues to impress. 15 points and 3 rebounds off the bench. This guy, I think his ceiling is pretty high. I'm not there yet. I still need to see a lot more on him before I uh, start trying to figure out what he is. But definitely helped out in the spot minutes. I don't think, by the way, Dave, any of those guys are injured. I think they all wanted to stay home to watch the Zion debut. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, in Phoenix, the Pacers defeat the Suns 112 to 87. Still no Victor Oladipo. We're one week away from, from the return of Oladipo, uh, but it didn't matter because Phoenix is not very good. Uh, the Pacers now six and one in their last seven games. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon actually left the game. He had to get stitches for a cut after he caught an elbow from Miles Turner, um, you know, leading more fuel to the trade Miles Turner fire that Mo is trying to start. Whoa, uh, on whoa, <laughs> TJ Warren gets revenge on the Phoenix Suns. Twenty five points, three rebounds, three steals, went 11 of 18 from the field. Demonis Sabonis with another double double, 24 points, 13 rebounds. Kelly Oubre and Devin Booker uh, with 17 and 16 
for the Suns. In San Francisco, which still feels weird, even though we're halfway through the season, the Jazz defeat the Warriors uh, 129-96, to so light work for the Jazz. Donovan Mitchell, 23 points, 4 rebounds. Rudy Gobert, 22 points, 15 rebounds, 3 blocks. Bo- uh, Boyan Bogdanovich with 18 and 4. And D'Angelo Russell led the way for the lowly Warriors, 26 points, 3 rebounds, 3 assists. Time for the line of the night, Mo. Carl Anthony Towns, 40 points, but he lost. Bradley Peel, 38 points, 9 rebounds, 5 assists, also a loss. John Collins, 33 points, 16 rebounds. LaMarcus Aldridge with 32 and 14. Or Dennis Schroeder with 31 and 9 assists. I'm going with LMA. I'm going with LaMarcus Aldridge. It was a big win for the Spurs. All we're going to talk about is Zion, but I'm just telling you, this was huge for them, really helped them out. He powered that team. He got them into this win, and he's going to push them as they make that run into the playoffs. Yeah, well, since Zion didn't get to play, uh, I'm not going to count this loss against him, and I'm going to give it to Zion. I I think (laughs) one of the most impressive debuts I've ever seen, uh, going 4-4 from 3 from a guy who wasn't being guarded out there. Yeah, it's the Zion show. It should be. That's going to do it for today's show. Don't forget about all the other basketball shows across the Athletic Podcast Network. We've got all your favorite shows like Back to Back, No Dunks, Tampering, House of Strauss, plus over a dozen team-specific shows from all of your favorite athletic beat writers. Don't forget to follow the shows you want to listen to on the app so you get notifications for new episodes. If you're not a member of The Athletic, why are you waiting? You can get all of our podcasts ad-free plus the best sports writing on the internet for a super low price. Get 40% off your subscription today at theathletic.com slash dings. You never know when these promos end, so go today and sign up. Thank you guys for waking up with us. Take us home, Mo. Ding, ding. Ding, ding.